helping you plan for a successful retirement and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. You know, I'm always intimidated by that uh, big voice guy that introduces the show because, you know, I'm I'm Bill Davis. I do this for a living as well, but he does have a nice voice. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions brings you the aging hour with a Phil George elder law attorney, the the soft-spoken Phil George. Because you, yeah, I never see you get uh, get upset or angry or rattled anything, or anything except like maybe that. when the Huskies uh, aren't playing well, right? <laughs> exactly. That that tends to turn me off just a little bit. But yeah. other than that, no. But I, you're always uh, pretty yeah. pretty level headed. Always uh, always enjoying the day. Absolutely. Anyway, well, it's good seeing you. Good Thanks. seeing you too. Thanks for uh, popping in uh, for Saturday as well for the uh, the aging hour. Um, if you want to ask uh, Phil a question, if you got a topic for an upcoming show, uh, he would uh, be more than happy to uh, address that to you and uh, address it for you, rather. And you can email him, radio at safeharborlegal.com. It's radio at safeharborlegal.com. If you would like to leave him a voicemail, yeah, that's okay. Uh, the old-fashioned telephone works, 360-746-7169, 360 746 for the uh, aging hour. So what is on your Oh, man, we got so many good topics today. So first, we got an email question. This person wanted to know how they could avoid becoming a burden on their family. Oh, that's a specific thing. That that doesn't encompass much, does it? (laughs) Wow. Next, we got a couple of good articles. Uh, We are still in Medicare open enrollment. So Mm -hmm. the first one is about six things you should know about Medicare. Mm -hmm. Next one we're going to talk about is an article about housing and whether or not your home is age friendly. So I'm looking forward to that. And then finally, as you know, my favorite, Mm -hmm. the wrap up. We'll kind of put a nice, neat ribbon around everything we've talked about today and then uh, yeah wish everybody a good weekend it's uh the, the wrap-up the final segment is the one where uh, phil gets to kick back and just regurgitate everything that uh, that he has done over the, <laughs> the last like 45 minutes yeah that ain't a bad gig if no. you can get it uh so you want to jump into it let's do it all right uh this is an email question that we got by the way at safe harb i'm sorry radio at safeharborlegal.com again radio at safeharborlegal.com oh this person's this person listens to the show every yeah. Week. Do you know that every new listener we get, mm-hmm. uh, you get a nickel? I heard that, that people that listen to this show, um, studies show that they're actually better looking and smarter than people that don't. Nice. Yeah. They may, they may be better looking and smarter than the people on the show itself, or at least one of the co-hosts. <laughs> exactly. It wouldn't take much anyway, of that, would it? <laughs> uh, so this person uh, listens to the show uh, every week, and uh, they don't want to become a burden uh, on their family yep. if they get sick. Yeah. So they're basically kind of saying, hey, what hey, kind what of steps I do? do I take? What, what am I supposed I do? to do? Yeah. You know what? And that's, it's, a, it's a logical question. We're talking about this all the time. Mm-hmm. How do you not become a burden on your family? Right. And so that's, that's really uh, the crux of what this show is about. How can I make sure that... Yeah, I might have to do a couple of, uh, you know, I might have to put some plans together. I might have to do a little bit of work. But at the end of the day, I want to make sure if something happens to me, if I get sick, if I if if I end up passing away, mm-hmm. it's going to be real, real easy on my family. Right. right. I want them to just be taken care of. Yeah. So first of all, I think that a good way to start this question is, you know, what does that mean to kind of become a burden on your loved ones? Because well, it, it seems like it can encompass a, a very a number of topics. Yeah. Absolutely. For yeah. us, primarily, the first way is that your family has to become your your basically your care provider. Mm-hmm. Right. This is where your wife or your daughter has to actually um, perform care for you, you know, helping you get dressed, helping you take a bath, helping you use the bathroom, that kind of stuff. A lot of times, unfortunately, then the person that's doing that for you, they have to leave work. Well, it impacts them. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, another way that this can impact them is that they have to actually pay for some of your care. If you haven't had that taken care of. Exactly. If you Uh haven't put yourself in a position where, you know, you don't have enough in savings or whatever else, you can, they can sometimes have to pay for that. And then you're putting them in a position a lot of times where they're scrambling just to figure out what to do. Yeah, well, so, that's, yeah, that, I mean, you're just basically tossing yeah. everything, saying, I don't know, you Absolutely. figure it out, you figure and it that's out. not that. Talk about well, you want, stress. Well, you want to be a burden. 
Right. That's huge. It, it's huge. Yeah. It's, it's hugely stressful. It's hugely impactful. And that's mm-hmm. what we're trying to avoid there yeah. when it comes to, you know, some kind of care provider. If anything, what we want to do is have a plan in place so that you, if your loved ones have to help, they can be care managers, mm-hmm. right? They're just the ones monitoring the care that's, that's coming in for you yeah. rather than being that care provider. I can see that when you put this burden on them, if you don't have a plan in place, that your whole family will just start going at it tooth and nail Absolutely. with each other. Well, right? and you see this all the time, yeah. right? You hear the horror stories. Oh, my family started fighting like cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, dad passed. And then all of a sudden, you know, the family, they just couldn't stop fighting. Right. Well, that happens because there's so much stress and there's so much emotion and there's so much just kind of, of pent up old family issues and all of that. Mm-hmm. And they have a tendency to kind of bubble to the surface during yeah. these times. Mm. And if you don't have a plan in place, if you're just saying, if, if on top of just the natural stress and emotion that comes out when somebody gets sick or somebody passes away, you're throwing gasoline on that by saying, oh, just figure it out yourself. Yeah. You're really setting the, the, the whole system up then to just fall apart or to burst into flames really. Right. With the huge fights. Yeah, just making it stressful, even more stressful. Absolutely. Uh, for everybody else. Okay, so now you have given us the problem. Yes. How about the solution? Yes. Or at least a little bit of help. Uh, so the, the probably the best way you can start is by creating that airtight legal plan. Mm-hmm. And so that starts with, uh, you know, what would you like to have? Would you like a will versus a trust? Now, you told me before, will will cost you a little, uh, no, uh, it's the trust. It'll cost you a little bit more yep. put together. But if you got a will, you got to go through probate. Exactly right. Okay. If, you got a, if you have a will, yeah. you got to go through probate right. and your spouse has to go through probate. If you have a trust, you don't have to go through probate. And if you don't have a if you don't, if you don't have to go through probate, that, uh, that seems like that would lessen everything. the stress. Yeah, it lessens everybody. the stress. There's less fighting. There's right. all sorts of other kind of things. Probate's yeah. kind of a nasty prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, people, if you go through probate, people can look up what was in your estate and who got what online. Mm-hmm. So you have to be real careful with that. I think I think I told you a personal story back when my mom uh, passed away mm-hmm. in the in the 90s. Uh, we in her last few months were desperately trying to get yeah. a power of attorney POA yeah. so that we could just get just take care of her estate. Absolutely, because my older brother is an attorney. Yeah. And she just, she didn't, I don't know if it's something she didn't want to let go of, the control. It's generational. And it, um, yep. let, let us just say, it took us uh, probably a year to 18 months yeah. to get everything sorted out. Oh, it's, it's just so hard. Yeah. And so a power of attorney can come in two different flavors. So a power of attorney lets somebody else make decisions for you and you mm-hmm. can't make them for yourself. And you can either have a power of attorney that just says, well, here you go, um, son or daughter, figure mm-hmm. it out, yeah. right? Just uh, do whatever you think is appropriate. Or you can have a power of attorney that's really well written that gives Specific, them the exact them, yeah, instructions, gotcha, yeah. like a manual of instructions, mm-hmm. if you will. If, th- if this happens, then do this. And I've had clients go into great detail here. I had a client go so far as to say that if anybody was ever going to brush her teeth for her, she wanted to make sure they use Sensodyne, yeah, right? Okay. Which sounds okay. just strange and funny, but you realize just by doing that, she saved herself weeks of discomfort, yeah. and now her kids don't have to walk around with that information in their heads. Right. That's just right Spelled there in her power of attorney. Gotcha. A couple of other things you're going to want to do. You're going to want to prepay your final expenses when it comes to these kind of legal things. Right. Cremation or burial, have that all settled out. Um, let your family know what you want to do with your ashes. So just take those decision-making things away from them. Set that up for them. Mm-hmm. And make sure that you have your living will set up too, your advanced mm-hmm. health care directive. These really act as shields for your kids. So if a doctor comes up. So uh, a living will is basically if you are in a vegetative state, if mm-hmm. you're a vegetable, um, it's whether or not you want the doctors to keep you alive on machines forever, mm-hmm. or if you want them to pull the proverbial plug and allow you to pass naturally. Yeah. There's a big difference between the doctors going to your kids and saying, what do you want to do with your mom and dad? And your kid having to say, well, pull the plug right. or your kid saying, well, here's my mom's living will. This is what she wanted to do. Right. Right. That's a big emotional difference. There. And you could also have brother and sister say, sister says, I want the, pu- the, uh, I want the machine turned off. Exactly. Brother right. says, I don't want exactly then you right. got a problem. Huge fights, yeah. huge fights. And you can mm-hmm. fix all of this ahead of time. Yep. So then you look at other things, right? You look at the health. You want to prolong independence. If you want to make, sure that you're not becoming a burden on somebody, mm-hmm. you're going to want to look at these things like finding the right Medicare, looking for the right geriatric doctors, staying connected socially, putting yourself in a position to thrive as long as possible with your health. 
mm-hmm. for your housing. It's, you know, where do you want to live your final days? If it's okay. truly in your home, because a lot of people say, I want to live in my home until the very end, make sure that's practical. But if you've got three stories and you have problems exactly. with stairs, you might want to rethink. Exactly. Yeah. And if that's the case, be honest with yourself and look at realistic options, whether mm-hmm. that's moving to a condo or moving to a retirement community or moving in, you know, with one of your kids or something like that. Mm-hmm. Make that a family discussion. Be realistic about it and set yourself up for success. We are talking about uh, ways that you can avoid uh, becoming a burden on your yes. family. It was an email question, uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, the uh, the aging hour. And mm-hmm. uh, well, I would think money has a lot to Absolutely. do with it as well. It really, really does. In Having money, not just the biggest pile of money, making sure you can access the money with you when you need it, making sure that your family has access to professionals, whether they're financial planners, accountants, even property managers, mm-hmm. so that then they don't have to assume these tasks for you. They can just continue to use your your professionals Mm -hmm. becomes incredibly important. You can set your family up for success this way. And that's how you decrease the burden just as much as you possibly can. We always talk about topics uh, that um, Phil can cover for you. Radio Safe Harbor Legal Mm dot com. You can send. Um, You told me also that uh, with your business, which has a lot to do with what we've been talking about. Absolutely. Can people come and uh, consult with you? Well, This is a, a specific one. This person asking about how not to become a burden on their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's going to depend upon your situation specifically. And, and what I what I tell people is you can always reach out to the law firm. You can always call. You can call us at 360-746-7169. You can send us an email to radio at com. And for listeners of the show, I'll give you a free half an hour consultation oh, so that we hey. can look at your situation. And mm-hmm. if you've got a specific question, I'll answer that for you. Okay, great. No obligation there. They just come in and uh, you can uh, Or we can do it over the phone. Nice. Yeah. Phil George, uh, Elder Law Attorney, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, The Aging Hour here on KGMI. What's next? Well, next we're going to talk about six things you need to know about Medicare. Well, we're doing open enrollment, so yes, we might we as well are. discuss it, right? Let's do it. We will be right back. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes, no being forced out of your home against your wishes, and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. 
Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. We always like to say uh, thank you for joining us here on the Aging Hour. It is powered by our good friends at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. And uh, who is Safe Harbor Legal Solutions powered by? Well, that would be my good friend, Phil George, hey uh, elder law attorney. He's uh, he's hitting the hard bag. He's lifting the weights. Oh, boy. He's, uh, he's uh, powering it away. That's right. Um, if you have a, a question, if you got a topic, uh, any uh, criticism, anything mm-hmm. uh, that uh, you would like us either to listen to or discuss, uh, Phil is the guy that I'll turn to for that. You can email him radio at safeharborlegal.com radio at safeharborlegal.com you can also call him leave a voicemail if you'd like 360-746-7169 well we're in open enrollment yes and i guess we're going to talk about medicare okay all right so what's up so uh, like you're saying we're in the open enrollment period Mm -hmm. so now is a great time to be talking about topics that have to do with medicare and so this one specifically these are six things you need to know about medicare coverage well i would think uh i was just thinking about this mm-hmm. uh, i mean i knew about medicare before i sure. you know, signed on with it but I, a lot of people you know maybe younger yeah or they're thinking about their mom or dad or whatever yep. uh they're a little confused exactly they don't even know you know what is this thing exactly called exactly right yeah. exactly right or a lot of people you know they've got uh maybe they don't have medicare per se they've got uh um, you know, insurance through their union sure. or through whatever else. And so mm-hmm. this will just go through kind of the basics about Medicare coverage. Mm-hmm. And so the first off, uh, what is Medicare? So Medicare is a form of health insurance. Obviously, it's paid by the federal government. It's been around for a while. Did, did it come in with the LBJ 60, Yes, it did. I want to say 67. Okay. All right. I want to say 67. Yeah. Um, it's available to uh, citizens in the U.S. who are 65 and older. And there are mm-hmm. some caveats to that, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. It provides coverage for services like doctor visits and hospital stays and those types of things. Mm-hmm. And it also covers uh, some skilled nursing, some outpatient services, and some durable medical equipment. Okay. So it covers a lot. Yeah. It, it really becomes, well, it's your health care insurance after you turn 65, usually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I know that uh, when I decided to get on it, uh, because there's all there's Medicare, there's Medicare oh, Advantage, yeah. there's supplements, all kinds of things yep. to talk about. Uh, the, the first thing I had to learn was the alphabet. Yes. Because there were there were four parts. There's to yes. It? There, there's four parts An to A, it. B, C, and D. And that doesn't even count for the Medigap policies oh, where you that, get into, goes the into the G alphabet through soup. N yeah, and all that right. kind of good but stuff. But yeah, there's ma- there's there's four parts. Yes. Right? Okay. Yep. So part A, this is hospital insurance, mm-hmm. and what this does is it covers some of your medical costs while you're in the hospital. It also covers some hospice and some home health care, just depending upon the circumstances. Okay, so that's that's part A, and that's yes. that's the part that you don't have to pay for, right? It, it, this is it, the part you don't have to pay for if you've worked enough, right? If you or okay. your spouse has worked uh, enough, or you got the number of quarters, exactly. Say, gotcha. And this is the one you don't pay a premium for. Okay, um, so that's part A. Yeah. Part B is medical insurance. And so this covers outpatient care, including doctor's visits, uh, office tests like x-rays and blood work, preventive services like wellness checks and vaccinations, durable medical equipment like wheelchairs and walkers. Uh, and so this is... Now, yeah. is that the one that I'm getting charged for are my Social Security benefits? Exactly for right. like about 170 bucks. Okay, gotcha. Yep, you're yeah. exactly right. right. And this is the one you got to be careful of. This is the one you have to sign up for yourself. Yes. This is the one if you don't sign up for it yourself. So you get Part A automatically. I believe so. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, part... Part B, uh, you have to, to sign up for it. And if you don't, you can get into some trouble. And, and I we'll think you have to, that. don't you have to do it three months before your, you have your to, birthday or depending, something like that? Depending. So the, um, uh, I believe that the the open enrollment period or the period for that is three months before your birthday month when you turn sixty five, and right. then the birthday month, and then three months after the birthday yeah. month. Yeah, 
Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Now, uh, the stuff we see on TV Part all the time, uh, Joe Namath and, Absolutely. and Dynamite, J.J. Yeah. Uh, Walker, J. J. Walker. the Medicare Advantage plans. Yes. Okay. Medicare Advantage plans. And really what Medicare Advantage plans do is they are the government kind of farming out <clears throat> the health insurance to private companies. Mm-hmm. And the private companies, what they'll do is they'll they'll take over. They they put a package together that kind of takes over your Part A mm-hmm. and Part B. Now, and this is it. You will not be signing up for Medicare. If you take a Medicare Advantage plan, right? Right. You will yeah. not be signing up for traditional Medicare gotcha. if you have a Medicare Advantage plan. They, okay. they cover all of that. Right. Um, they have to cover substantially the same kind of stuff that the traditional Medicare does. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there you can find uh, low premium uh, or even no premium plans with them, um, but they're in network, so you have to be careful a little bit when it comes to the Medicare Advantage plans. You might be, you might be shut out from you the, might the be doctor shut out. you have right now. Exactly yeah. right. You just okay. have to be real careful. But I, I do know that, I mean, it works for some people because, you know, like uh, I do the, the regular Medicare, but that didn't include like a vision, hearing, exactly. dental and all that, but there's some of the Advantage plans mm-hmm. that do. And sometimes right. it's easier for folks with the Advantage plans because everything's all packaged together. Right. You know, you're basically playing one bill. Whereas if you have traditional Medicare, then you're getting you're obviously you're paying your premium for the Part B through your Social Security. You're paying your Medigap policy from somewhere else. You're paying your Part D from somewhere else, and mm-hmm. all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. You so you just have to if you got traditional Medicare, you're going to be paying a bunch of different people. Now you mentioned Part D because we went yes. through A, B, C, but Part D that's uh, prescription prescription drugs. Okay. Exactly right. right, and that yeah. changes every year, and it's what it does. It it covers prescription drugs. It's run by private insurance companies. Uh, and they're just following Medicare guidelines. I think you have to have that. Don't you? you don't have to have it. Oh, okay. If you choose not to get it, and then you get it later, you'll yeah. pay, you'll face a pretty steep penalty. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And and by the way, the plan like like I, I don't take any medications, right. but but I was told that I had to have some kind of plan in it's place. Smart. And it's it's amazing. I think I want to guess my RX plan is yeah. like six dollars a month it's they're incredibly inexpensive they really are but that's also because i don't take any medications it's going to vary a little bit depending on what uh, medication absolutely but still i mean even if you're paying twenty dollars for one right that's still not bad no not at all uh we're talking with phil george the aging Mm -hmm. hour safe harbor legal solutions talking about uh well really you know some things you need to know about uh medic uh, medicare uh coverage now we've covered what two things yep okay so we got a number three requirements for joining medicare okay think of this is Medicare 101, folks. Right. Yes. So what are the requirements for joining Medicare? You have to be a citizen of the U.S. Okay. You have to be 65 or older. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are under 65, you can qualify if you've got certain conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be living in the country legally. And to qualify for premium free Part A, and we talked about this briefly earlier, you have to pay. You have to have paid into Medicare through your payroll taxes for at least 10 years. So you I can't, or your I can't, spouse. Yeah, I can't live out of the country. Right. And pull this. Exactly. Okay. Not without having to pay a premium for your part A. Gotcha. Exactly right. Okay. Makes sense. So the deadline, and we talked about this a little bit too, for enrolling in Medicare insurance. Mm-hmm. So the initial enrollment period, like we said, was your birthday month when you turned 65, three months before, three months after. Um, you can delay this uh, part B, mm-hmm. um, but you have to have some credible coverage to do it. So okay. if you don't have that credible coverage, uh, and we'll talk about that under the next one here, mm-hmm. then you've got to sign up for part B during this period. Okay. But mm-hmm. just have to remember when your 65th birthday is on the way, 90 days out, yep. just start thinking about it. Absolutely. Okay. Well, and you, you, you won't be able to miss it because you'll start getting so much stuff from Medicare oh, reminding yeah. I you. Remember, yeah. I remember that when I, yeah. when I turned to, uh, three or four months before I turned, well, even uh, yeah. probably six months before I turned 65, my mailbox was inundated. Oh boy. They yeah. do. Uh, they don't, uh, they're not subtle about it. So yeah. um, you won't be surprised. It won't creep up on you. You mentioned that uh, there, you, you can delay enrolling can. In, in part B. Exactly right. Okay. And so when can you delay enrolling in part B medical coverage? And that's usually if you've got a credible source of other medical insurance. Ah. And so that is either you receiving health care from an employer um, and there's more than 20 employees. It can be your spouse getting uh, health care through your spouse and mm-hmm. she's working for an employer or he's working for an employer and there's more than 20 employees. Mm-hmm. So if you have that uh, that creditable or credible um, source of other health insurance, mm-hmm. you can delay your Part B. Hmm. But as soon as you lose that credible source of other health insurance, then the clock's ticking again and you only have so long to go in and get your Part B mm-hmm. or else those penalties will apply again. Yeah, and you don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, think, uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say... W- 
don't just make this guess yourself on whether or not it's you can just skip part B or you don't have to take it right now. Maybe right? a licensed Talk to uh, somebody. person who knows what Talk they're... Talk to somebody. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. It's, you know, be smart about it. Um, you know, have somebody, talk to somebody else about it. Tell them your circumstances. Mm-hmm. Let them tell you not whether or not you can delay this part B. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, let's see. That is, uh, what is that, five things? Uh, that's five things. And we got the li- final sixth one. Uh, understand what kind of Medicare insurance package you need. Yeah. And so this one, then uh, this is just kind of makes makes sense. Know the bottom line costs of different health insurance plans. So mm-hmm. look at all the different health insurance plans out there. Have an idea of the different costs that you might incur. So look at, you know, all the different doctor's visits and co-pays and prescriptions and all that kind of stuff. Explore uh, prescription drug cost options. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always a good idea if you're looking for that kind of insurance package. Uh, consider when you're going to enroll. Obviously, you want to make sure you don't get there late for Part B because right. then you can get that penalty. Mm-hmm. And then learn what your benefits are. So if you've got these benefits, use them. If you've got silver sneakers, use mm-hmm. it. Go to the gym. If you can use the chiropractor, if you can use the acupuncturist, if you can use all these different things, yeah. if you've got them in your health insurance, use them. I think use I told them. you silver sneakers on mine was like 25 bucks a year. It's ridiculously year. inexpensive. Yeah. That's yeah. like $2.20 a month to go to the gym. Exactly right. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got coming up next? Next, we're going to talk about how to make your home age-friendly. Makes total sense to me. Looking Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, one. the aging hour. We will be right back in just a moment on KGMI. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. What's the single biggest financial threat to a successful retirement? Uncovered long-term care costs. The average cost of care in a nursing home in Washington State is $10,000 per month. Even a good-sized estate can quickly run out of money with those kinds of costs. You need care, but you don't want to leave a bill behind for your family. So what if there was another way? What if you could transfer onto governmental benefits so your spouse wouldn't have to spend down all their money? What if you could give your family all the tools they need to get you out of a rehab facility and recovering in your own home? What if you knew you would never become a burden on your loved ones? All of this is possible with a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Don't let a lack of planning steal your retirement or your loved one's future. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can give you a dignified retirement and give your family peace of mind. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, that music, that wonderful, mm. wonderful mm. music that I think Phil George picked out himself. That's good stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, Phil George, uh, it is the aging hour. He is an elder law attorney with Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. They bring you this hour, and it, yeah, it's all about aging. We uh, we just kind of want to you know give you give you a few tips here and there, uh, and, and at least uh, send you in a direction mm-hmm. so that uh, you know you're not alone. And you know, like I've said on many uh, an occasion, 
I am confused by a lot of this. Stuff. Absolutely, so everybody is. It's always good, good to uh, to have an expert on hand to uh, talk to you about this. Uh, if you have missed a show, mm-hmm. uh, if you'd like to hear a segment, where can they uh, find? So you? they can uh, anywhere where you could find podcasts. So we have podcasts up of the radio show on the KGMI website, kgmi.com. We've got them on my website, safeharborlegal.com. You can also go anywhere where you find podcasts, whether it's Spreaker or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. You just go in, you search for The Aging Hour, and every segment that we've done for every show will be up and available for you to download and enjoy and share. Uh, I'm no, I'm no uh, rocket scientist here. I'm no math major, but let's see. We're into show number 20 right now, yes. and we do four. So we've done 80 segments. Can you believe that? So far. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of knowledge out there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Phil George there. The Aging Hour Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. All right. So uh, you wanted to talk about an age-friendly home yeah. or if your home is that Absolutely. Way. Okay. And so this is an incredibly important topic. And this, so the article, before I get too excited here, Is Your Home Age-Friendly? It was by a guy named Robert Powell from USA Today. I wonder if he had an age-friendly home. Ah, uh, you know, that's a really good question. I'd like to say that. So he starts off by saying that most homes in the U.S. are not age-friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the 28.5 million, million households with an older adult, 28% reported difficulty using some aspect of their home. Hmm. And should go on to say before doctors will let you go home from the hospital, if mm-hmm. you have uh, if you have a stroke or if you fall and break your hip or something like that, what they'll do is they'll go out and they'll make sure your home is safe. They'll send you know, an occupational what, when therapist When I broke down. my leg uh, before I went home, uh, yeah. I, uh, occupational therapist, yeah. I think came out to the house yeah. and they, and you've been out to my oh, house yeah. before, yeah. you know, uh, luckily I had a powder room on yeah. the uh, living room, uh, floor area yeah. and I had a large, uh, sofa yeah. that I could sleep on. Yeah. Yeah, you know, my house, I got like yeah. three stories Absolutely. There, with a broken leg. There was no way I was no getting, I, I could, couldn't get up to the bedrooms, yep. but they looked around at the, at the, uh, the main level, yeah. and they found a bathroom, and they found, okay, the living room looks good, yep. kitchen is on the same level, yep. and they said, you know, Bill, that, this, is, You're good. this is friendly. This Absolutely. is age-friendly. This is injury-friendly. Absolutely. Uh, so that's what they do. It is, and it's, yeah. it becomes so important, and mm-hmm. I think that's such a good resource to have. Yeah. Um, so the, the first of these, right, if you want to age in place, here's these guidelines. So the first one is, will the physical features of your home be a hindrance as you age? And so what this says is that a lot of the homes that people live in weren't built for people when they're aging, right? A lot of the people, a lot of the homes, they're older, they're 50 plus years old Mm -hmm. and they were developed for families, right? They're, they're three, like you're saying, there's three stories. Um, the kitchen's on the third floor and families run up and down the stairs all day without even thinking about it. But of course, as you get older, that becomes less and less, uh, Feasible. Well, it sounds like they wouldn't even meet the uh, the ADA Absolutely. requirements, right? Well, and that's something you got to be real careful of. Yeah. If, if it's not ADA compliant, there's no way you're going to get wheelchairs through it and all sure. that kind of good stuff. Right. Um, so, you know, there's all sorts of different things you can do there. You can you can look into zoning laws. Uh, so if they're not lucky enough to have a power room like you did, they can build themselves one, something yeah. along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and according to the Census Bureau, the most uncommon need in these households for the older folks is really just... Just um, balance bars, grab bars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So these are things that a lot of folks can put in themselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like in, in, the, in, in the shower or the exactly. tub. Exactly. Near the like toilet, that. all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you this from our house, you know, because like I said, you've been out there before. It's three yeah. stories. It's about yeah. uh, 3,000 square feet. It's like four bedrooms. Um I do a lot of the cleaning there. Yeah. So I go up and down the stairs with vacuum cleaners yeah. and cleaning and all that. Uh, you know something? Yeah. That's a job. Yeah, it is. And that, is. that leads into your next point. Absolutely. Doesn't it? Yeah, taking, it, uh, taking care of your Is place. your home difficult to take yeah. care of? Right. And so this is the inside of the home and it's the outside of the home, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of times as we age, this maintenance that we're doing for our homes just becomes harder and harder and harder to do. You know, my wife won't let me get on the roof anymore. Well, I can yeah. still clean the roof. But she's like, no, Bill. Sorry, you you're, stand back you're almost those. 70. We can pay somebody to do yeah. this. You ain't cleaning the roof yeah. anymore. So. Well, and that's yeah. something that you really have to consider when you're talking about your retirement budget, mm-hmm. right? If you're going to continue living in this house and you can no longer um, you know, mow the yard or take care of the well, roof so or anything cost else. It's going to you more money, right? Exactly. Yeah. How much is that going to cost you? Okay. And does it fit realistically in your budget? Right. And if it doesn't, you might have to look at other options when it comes to housing. Hmm. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, I, I gotta, uh, I gotta be, you know, I gotta be more wary. You of gotta that. be wary of this stuff. Yeah. I keep, I keep telling her I can, I can put on the strap. Uh, oh yeah. You know the with well, the harness, and I can strap myself, and <laughs> yeah. I can clean. And she's like, ah, no, nope. sorry, no. Nope. 
No. no. Uh, what about your community? The, well, the community is a big one too. Is uh-huh. your community age friendly? And so, what does this mean? What does this mean? Uh, is the community where you're living suitable for for growing older? Mm. Um, if you can no longer drive, are there other means of transportation available? Okay, like the bus line, absolutely, or, Uber or something. Okay. Are yeah. you close to good hospitals or medical centers? Huh. Um, do you feel safe in your home? Right? Uh-huh. Is are, is crime rampant where you live? Um, will you want to stay in this community? This is a huge one. So I'll sit down and I'll talk to, to spouses, husband and wife. They're sitting across the table from me and I'll say, do you want to live in the, how long do you want to live in your home? And they'll mm-hmm. say, oh, we want to live in the home to the very end. We want to stay there forever. Mm-hmm. And so then I'll look at the wife and I'll say, what about when your husband passes? Oh, well, mm-hmm. that changes it. Right. That, right. that changes it drastically. And sometimes okay. for the husband too, more often the wife doesn't want to stay there when the husband passes. Right. Um, but those are the things you have to think about. Not mm-hmm. just do we want to stay here forever as long as we're both alive, mm-hmm. but how long do you want to stay there if one of you ends up passing? We are talking about uh, if uh, your home is age friendly mm-hmm. or not here on the Aging Hour Safe Harbor Legal Solutions with my friend uh, Phil George, elder mm-hmm. law attorney. You know, uh, Lisa and I have long-term care insurance yep. out the wazoo right yeah. now. Uh, and that, that of course, leads me to think about your home, long-term care. Absolutely. Uh, that might not be working out for you. So right? if you have to access long-term care in your home, if you have to bring care into you, mm-hmm. you need to make sure that your home is suitable for that care, oh. right? Uh, yeah. Again, you want to make sure that you have... Uh, you know, a bed and a bathroom and a shower, you know, there on the same floor, that kind of good stuff. Um, you also want to make sure that you can afford care to come into your home. Sure. I think that the average cost for, for in-home care right now is about $23 an hour. And that's just the regular time. They're going to pay, make you pay double that or one and a half times that if they're there at night or on the weekends. Yeah. So you got to be real careful with that. One of the things the article suggested here was the possibility of, of maybe a reverse mortgage mm-hmm. if you're having trouble financing some of these things. Yeah. Um, I'm not a proponent of a reverse mortgage healing all wounds or helping everybody. Kind of depends on the circumstances. It depends on the situation. Yeah. Sometimes right. they're a good idea for folks. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're not. It really just depends on the situation. But for the right people, I think this is good advice. Phil George's uh, best new friend, Tom Selleck, wants you to look into oh, that. The mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Um, what about um, what about family? What yeah, about, uh, do you uh, want to be near your you, adult if, children? So if you want to be near them, okay. absolutely. All right. So retirees, they obviously they value their independence, sure. right? <clears throat> I think that you, the U.S. citizens as a whole, we're we're very independent, and so. Right. Um, but it might make your life a whole lot easier if your kids are close by, right? If they can pop in from time to time, make sure that the people that are supposed to be taking care of you are taking care of you. Yeah. Um, but you're going to want to have this conversation with your kids early, right? Mm-hmm. If it's living near them, if it's living with them, whatever else, you want yeah. to make sure that they are part of that conversation. But this can look like all sorts of things. This can lo- look like living in the same town. Mm-hmm. This can look like uh, sharing a, you know, you living in a mother-in-law's unit on their property. Mm-hmm. This could be, you know, you in the in the finished basement and them up above, all yeah. sorts of things. Right. There are all sorts of different ways that this can work, and it's worked successfully for a lot of my clients, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things that you can't just wait until the last minute and say, oh man, what do we do? If you want to be successful with this, you need to have these conversations early and work it out with your kids early. So let's say that um, I got my my four-story house, my five-story house. Uh, I've decided, all right, uh, it's probably not going to work out for me. Absolutely. What What about that? And so this is this becomes really important, right? It, it's and this is one of the reasons why I'm a big proponent of of sending an occupational therapist out to a client's house when we're doing this type of planning, mm-hmm. so we can find out early if it's going to be even possible for them to make the kind of changes to their home that's necessary for them to be able to stay there long term. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's you know sometimes it's just not. Sometimes you look at the list of things that have to be done and you think to yourself, there's no way I can afford Probably all just that. just be better to... Exactly to right. Place. Okay. And so what does that look like? You know, you can move into a 55 plus community. You can move into a condo. You can move into a life care community. Hmm. You can go to a continuing mm-hmm. care retirement community. There are all sorts of options out there when it comes to different kind of housing. The idea, again, is you want to be the one making the decision about your housing. Right. It's not so much, you know, I want to stay in this exact home until the day that I die. Sometimes it is for folks. Mm -hmm. But more often than not, they just don't want to be forced 
out of whatever place they consider their home. That's their comfort level. Exactly. Right? Yeah. By somebody, somebody else. They mm-hmm. want to make the decisions themselves. So yeah. if you want to be in that position to make the decision yourself, set yourself up for success, find out all of these things early, and then talk to your family about different options that might be best for you. That's Phil George, Elder Law Attorney. The Aging Hour brought to you by and powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Uh, we have one more segment to, to spend with you. What uh, shall we chat about? Oh, we're on the wrap up. Putting a We're nice talk about neat, everything we've talked about. Oh, man. We'll put a nice, nice neat ribbon around so, everything. Whew. Everybody didn't even need to listen to the first 45 minutes of the show. <laughs> you just <laughs> tune gonna, in for the final segment. The last 15 minutes. Uh, that's coming up next on KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. We're back for our final segment, the Aging Hour, powered by our friends at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. And as I told you before, that fine establishment, powered by my friend, Phil George, elder law attorney, here mm-hmm. for the uh, the wrap-up of the uh, the show. Oh, and by the way, once again, if you uh, you want to call Phil, leave a message. Uh, we'll uh, address a, a topic on a future show, 360-746-7169. You can also email him, radio at safeharborlegal.com, and uh, we'll take your questions, your comments, your criticisms, and we'll uh, address them on uh, future shows. And by the way, we won't 
um, won't divulge your uh, no, identity, we'll talk where about you live, your or anything information, like that. Nope. Anything like that. Nope, you will be totally anonymous. We will change your name. You might not like what we change your name to, but we'll change it. <sighs> Tralfaz Smith. <laughs> One of these days, uh-huh. let, let's you and I go have a beer, and yeah. I will explain where the name Tralfaz is. Uh, yes. And now you got people listening going, wait, what wait, the? we want to know Tralfaz. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. Just Google Tralfaz and a Jetsons episode, oh, okay. and you'll uh, you'll you'll get what I uh, what I'm what I'm getting. Anyway, we're doing the wrap up of uh, all the segments we talked about. What did we cover? We had today? a great show today. So the email question that we had was basically how to avoid becoming a burden on your loved ones, and this is something that's just right in our wheelhouse. We talk about yeah. this all the time, right? That's a primary driver of why we're doing this. Is because yeah. if you want to set yourself up for a successful retirement, you want to make sure that you're not that burden on your on your family. And so, how do you do it? First, you make sure that you are, you know, that you have a plan in place, mm-hmm. that you've got an airtight legal plan, that you have a good power of attorney that is, you know, gives your family instructions instead of letting them figure it out, mm-hmm. that uh, tells them whether you want to be cremated or buried and, and probably prepays it, that you have a living will or an advanced health directive that tells your family whether you want to be hooked up to machines till the very end or you want mm-hmm. to be unplugged and allowed to pass naturally. Yeah. Having those documents in place, whether you want a will or a trust, a will, again, is very easy for you during your lifetime. A trust is very easy for your family after you pass. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Setting that up, setting them up for success. And then looking at those other areas of your life too, your health, making sure that you can stay independent as long as possible. Your housing, making sure that you're in in housing that is appropriate for you so that it is housing of your choice rather than you being forced to go somewhere, forced into institutional care, forced into a nursing home. And then you know, making sure that you have your finances set up correctly and you have the professionals in place to actually help your family. Creating a plan like that, life planning like we call it, it's incredibly important and that's how you reduce that burden on your family. You know, you talk about this a lot that uh, finances are... They don't necessarily have to be the uh, the main no. subject because we talk about that about yeah you don't want to be a financial burden on your family right. but just think about the stress yeah. the, everything that uh, that your loved ones are going to go Absolutely. through trying to make those decisions for you if yeah. you don't have that in place Absolutely yeah. you can do so much for them by figuring all this out for them ahead mm-hmm. of time setting them up with the professionals so if you have a financial advisor or an accountant or a property manager or something along those lines your family then if something happens you doesn't have to go back in and recreate the wheel or follow your rabbit hole to try to find out where you were, they just continue working with your professionals. Yeah. Make it well, easy. Since we are in a open enrollment period, we talked a lot about uh, Medicare and uh, basically some of the most important things. We did. We talked about, about just the basics of Medicare. You got to be 65 to get on it. Uh, there are some underlying conditions you can have that can allow you to get on it early. You have to be a citizen of the United States. Um, you have to open enrollment or f- your enrollment for you is, is three months before your birth month, your birth month, and then three months after your birth month. You have to be real careful with the part B. Uh, if you think to yourself, well, I don't need to sign up for this because mm-hmm. I have credible other health insurance. Yeah. Make sure you're talking to somebody else. Don't make that decision just by yourself. And then you find out 10 years later when you have to go back to Medicare mm-hmm. that now you're going to be paying a huge fine for the rest of your life. And there are sometimes I, I understand that uh, people can be on Medicare and maybe they go to Medicare Advantage Yes, uh, because they think they're going to save some money. And like right. I said, Joe Namath tells you on yeah. TV he's going to get you a new car. Absolutely. Or whatever. Uh, but then get if they decide that's not yes. for them, it didn't work out, trying to go back on Medicare. That's something that's really, really that's important, tough, Bill. Absolutely. But that's where a licensed yes. know, person will be able to. They, they can walk you through this. And so what Bill's talking about is that so you can choose between med- traditional Medicare and Medicare Advantage. If you go with Medicare Advantage, then you lose the ability to, to, to have a traditional Medicare policy without the, all of the – um, without worrying about uh, um, well, you got, you know, exams, reoccurring exams, conditions like yeah, and, right. and going in and having a, a, you know medical exams and all that. So a lot of times if people don't jump on traditional Medicare first, they're kind of out of luck. Right. Um, so really look into that traditional Medicare. See mm-hmm. if it's something that might work for you. And if it is, jump on it. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. we, uh, we also talked a lot about uh, your uh, your home. Your home. And you I know, love this topic. I've, I've made this uh, yeah. uh, this known to you. You know, I, uh, I broke my leg a few years ago. I mentioned mm-hmm. everybody's tired of hearing this story uh, I'm not. but i had a three yeah. i have a three-story house yep. which proved a little bit difficult i was lucky enough I, what was it 65 66 yeah. Yeah. i fully recovered everything was fine but if i had not let's say i'd had complications yeah. uh, later on and i could not get up and down the stairs 
That exactly. pretty much means that that house uh, ain't exactly age-friendly. Well, that's just end. exactly it. And so many people just aren't realistic. You know, I'll have them tell me, oh, I want to stay in my home till the very end. And you'll look, and they live in a castle, and the bedroom's at the top of the tower, mm-hmm. you know? And it just doesn't make any sense for them. And so the first step that I always like to take is hiring an occupational therapist first. Have them go out to your house. This is the same person that will go out that the doctor will send out. Mm-hmm. They'll come out to your house. They'll have a clipboard. They'll measure every hallway, every doorway. They'll count every stair. They'll look for grab bars, all this kind of stuff. And they'll tell you whether or not your home is age friendly. Mm-hmm. And if your home isn't age friendly, they'll tell you what you need to do to fix it. Yeah. And so when you have that list then of the things you need to do to make your home age friendly, that allows you to make a really good decision. Do I have the financial wherewithal and the time and the inclination to make these changes mm-hmm. or I'm going to have to find someplace else, yeah. right? And be realistic about it. Have that conversation with your family. Does it look like you moving in, you know, closer to your kids or in a mother-in-law's unit? Does it look like you moving to a senior community, a retirement community, or a continuing care retirement community? Mm-hmm. There are all sorts of different options where you can set yourself and your family up for success, but you have to be realistic. Yeah, my wife Lisa and I had this discussion uh, not too long ago when I, you know, after I broke my leg and I got to, you know three stories and I'm fine, you know, with yeah. the house now. Uh, and I said, well, well, what happens one day if maybe we can't hit the series? Well, we, we like this house. Lisa looked at me and she says, well, we'll just install an elevator. And I said, have you looked at the cost of that? <laughs> that's just exactly it. I'm not, I'm not sure that's an option for us. They're prohibitively so, expensive. Yeah. They really, really are. You would, you know, a lot of people would probably be better off with just a catapult. Um, I, yeah, I like that. Oh, now I'd have a lot more fun with that. Yeah. Just catapult me up to the, uh, the bedroom, right? But yeah. you do. You have to be, you have to be really, really careful. Housing's yeah. one of the big ones for folks when it comes to being uh, successful in your retirement. Mm-hmm. And if you don't approach it realistically and if you don't approach it, it, talking with your family, you can set yourself up for a really bad, you, well, more importantly, you can set your family up for a really bad time when something happens to you. The uh, the main thing Phil brings to the table here, Phil George uh, with uh, the uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions bringing you to the aging hour, uh, when you talk about life planning, it's taking it's taking all these different segments we talk about, whether it's Medicare, whether it's the, whether it's the house, yes. uh, whether it's you know, being a burden on the family, taking all of those aspects and yes. looking at these, not the problem, but just your situation, yes. trying to see it from, from different sides. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really exactly the way it is, Bill. To really have a cohesive plan, you have, to, you have to make all these different areas of your life kind of work in concert, your health. You want to be independent as long as possible. Your housing, you want to make sure that you can you have realistic housing options when you get older. For finances, you want to make sure you have enough money and that it's accessible and that you have professionals to help. Mm-hmm. With legal documents, you want to make sure that you have a, a real airtight, concise plan that's going to make life as easy as possible on your family. Make sure you have access to mitigate long-term care costs, those types of things. And then you want to get your family involved. And the thing is, it's not just cookie cutter for everybody. I no. wish I could sit down and say everybody has to do A, B, C, A, B, C. But it's different for everybody. And that's why you have to talk to everybody. Everybody starts from a different place. I'll have clients come in that have uh, their housing figured out. They're in a great age-friendly home. Um, They're in great health, but they haven't done anything with their finances and they haven't talked to their kids in three years, right? right. So obviously I'm not helping them with their housing or their their health at that point. I'm working with them on on how do you build your finances and how do I, you know, talk to your kids to get them back in place. So it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people hesitate to start this journey because they're, they're a little bit apprehensive right about kind of where they are right now and what that looks like Mm -hmm. but i gotta tell you just starting is so important just just start the journey start making these plans start setting yourself and your family up for success in your retirement don't let anybody tell you it's too late because even if you start from the time you're 66 or 67 it's not too late you That's can, exactly you can, right. You can figure it out. You yeah, can make I know, so you, much difference. You, you talk about how 70% of us, uh, the retirement plans, you know, just Fail. Eh, out the window, yeah. uh, just doesn't work. And it's it's much better to start early, but, you know, doesn't doesn't hurt any time. Exactly to, right. Uh, you can always started. affect change. You can affect more change if you start earlier, but mm-hmm. it's never too late to affect if change. If you want to send um, Phil an email and uh, have a topic or a question addressed on a future show, radio at safeharborlegal.com. That's radio at safeharborlegal.com. There's a myriad of subjects you always cover. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security benefits, veterans benefits, wills and trusts, your aging parents, probate, senior housing issues, geriatric doctors, anything that has to do with aging. Always good to see you on uh, on Saturday, and I know you appreciate the, uh, the folks uh, uh, tuning in. Thank you so much for bringing us into your life, everybody. And don't forget to tune in next Saturday at 1. 
Don't set your family up for failure in your retirement. Let us help you show up. Let us help you set up your family for success. You know, I can edit that part now. That's good. <laughs> well, no, you can't do that when you're live, can you? Safe, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions <laughs> uh, brings <laughs> you the aging hour. Phil, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Phil George, uh, elder law attorney with uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Up next, uh, we'll uh, have a quick look at uh, CBS News. We'll uh, get an update from our uh, KGY newsroom, and then we'll talk about travel. Yeah, travel show coming up uh, at about uh, 2.0. Seven here on KGMI.